0: Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today as usual. We have our evening with medium events coming up on December 4th. Still crossing our fingers about that one. Tickets are on sale at the website by sarlo.com. Um If we do need to cancel that event due to COVID uh, restrictions of any kind, we will of course let you know and those tickets will be fully reimbursed to everyone who buys them. Um, so no risk in making that purchase. That's at the Hampton Inn on December 4th from 7 till 9. Again, tickets are on sale at the website by sarlo.com.
1: We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Um, those are 10 to 15 minute shows that run Monday to Friday, the first week of every single month. The very first show is always free and it's available at our website by sarlo.com. The remaining four in that series are always available each month at the website patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. That's a toolkit. We jam those shows for you full of emotional and spiritual um, tools so that you can develop who you are, whether it's in regards to relationships or your spiritual life. Mm -hmm.
0: So Patreon is a paid membership for anyone who is interested in checking that out. You can kind of peruse the website. There are different tiers there, all at different dollar values every month, and they include different benefits. So like Karen mentioned, if you're looking for the Sips of Sanity show, that's, I believe, in our light roast tier or higher. Um, And we've got journeying exercises. We've got reflective questions, habit Mm -hmm. trackers, and included in our top tier, red eye, is the opportunity to have your name entered into a draw monthly for a free half-hour session. So Karen and I go back and forth each month offering free sessions to our top tiers on patreon.com. Um, and if you have questions about that, you can let us know at info at We're happy to, uh, to help out with anyone looking around for information. Uh, before we move on, if you are listening from YouTube today, I will ask that you hover over the bisarlow.com logo in the bottom right corner and hit subscribe. We very much appreciate that. That just helps us um, have a further reach with all of these heartwarming um, and good lessons
1: uh, in our shows. And before we get into what we're going to talk about today, Kelly and I do personal sessions for people all over the world and have been doing that for many years. We use Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, WhatsApp, Telephone, and Theralink. Okay. So you can still see us uh, if you choose to. You can pick Telephone if you don't want to see us or have us see you. That's fine as well. And the most commonly asked question that we get asked for those Types of sessions is are they as accurate? Don't you need to be in my presence? No, our relationship with the spirit world is is, is ours. It's Kelly's and mine, so the accuracy is the same, no matter where you are. If you're sitting in your jammies at home, or if you're right here in Canada with us in Ontario,
0: good. And last but not least, we have gift certificates available. Um, those are available for contactless pickup, uh, mm-hmm. either in our mailbox if you are local, or we can e—pardon uh, me send you an e-certificate um, if you're looking to purchase that for someone anywhere in the world. And as Karen mentioned, uh, you can give that gift and know mm-hmm. that they will have um, an efficient and accurate session, no matter where they are. Thank God there's two of us to do the opening notes. They're getting long. <laughs> Got to get like a pre-recording with our just, you know, smiling
1: faces as our <laughs> our recording goes. Yeah. Okay. I'm all set to start today's session. Or pardon me, today's session. Oh my God, Kelly. I don't know where you are today. Yeah, me neither. Um, this is about a journey. Oh. So this young lady has seen both of us mm-hmm. as a client. And you know what? I've spoken to her a couple of times now about doing this podcast for this Saturday And I just want to give her a shout out. We're not going to use her real name. So let's begin. Why don't you name her? Katie. Okay. So I want to say thanks to Katie because, well, first of all, because she has spent time with the two of us in personal sessions. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And and then she consented after this last one with me to actually having it as a podcast and sharing. And I've had to text her and call her (laughs) because... I can't remember it. So she's done a lot of work going through her own notes. And I had done note-taking, or not note-taking, but doodling during her session. And I couldn't even read my own notes or make sense of them because that's what happens. It just comes out in one word or um, there's a meaning for it for her, but I can't recall it. So she has spent quite a bit of time actually telling the story to me, including this morning. So when you say, where are you? Um, I've spent the last hour rewriting this several times, trying to make sure that I'm getting it accurate to represent her and her experience. But the real point here was that there are so many different things that come out of her session about her personality and who she is, which is just beautiful, Mm -hmm. um, and her desire to connect to her spirit world in many ways, and that comes through in her journeys too. Um, and just her desire to work on herself. Like, this is just a beautiful human being. And I think right now in this world, it's important for us to know that there are beautiful human beings here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I wanted to share her with everybody. Cool. That that's my intention, and then it was just also to share what she was willing to. So I'm doing my best. Here's what I'm trying to say. I think you've you've said that a few times. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I asked her for some leniency in in this because I don't know if I'm going to miss something um, or or mess it up a tiny bit. But I'm really going to do my best not to do that. So I do have notes I've written down, and you guys are going to see it. I'm going to try and make sure that I read some of them. Make sure I get it right. Does it help if I read them? Yes. And then you can just
0: sort of chatter about them. Oh my god. Okay. I'd love it. These are brand new to me, so. Okay. So am I just going in, in order? Yeah, please. Sure. And then, oh Kelly, I
1: just I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you're the co-host, but it's producer editor. <laughs> Still glad you're here. Thanks.
0: Okay, so we're going to start off with a riveting point for him: journeying by Zoom. <laughs> okay, Which is cool. It is actually a very good point to make because she's learning how to journey via Zoom, yeah. which a lot of people think they need to be here lying in our treatment room, which I also think is the reason people jump on planes and travel to Arizona and think they have to lie in the middle of the desert yes. um, in order to get a real authentic experience, which you don't have to do. That's just an excuse to spend money and see pretty things.
1: It can be, absolutely. Um, and I realized that some of those people that do that do it for other reasons as well. Mm. could be family trips and stuff like that, and that's part of it. But um, this certainly kept her costs down, <laughs> right? Because we have the free version of Zoom too. <laughs> and this was just the cost of one session. Mm. So she booked 90 minutes, Okay, So I'm going to put a value at that, because anybody can go to our website and see that that cost her $185, including tax. So that's what her journeys cost her, um, uh, so that people don't think, geez, I really want to learn how to do this, but I can't afford to. Mm-hmm. This was very reasonable. This wasn't a plane trip and hotels and meals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as I said, some people want to do that, because it's a bit a different kind of experience, sure, but... And she
0: didn't have to buy a damn thing to learn how to do it. No, she had a pen and paper. Pre-owned. Pre-owned. Well, if it
1: was me, I would have gone out and bought she made a her- new pen and paper. <laughs> well, maybe she did. And she made herself a cup of tea. Love it. She got herself a blanket. Mm-hmm. She moved around. Well, that's part of what we go through here. But t- to say what she needed or what she got for this was a pen and paper uh, she got herself her blanket and she got like a little bean bag, she said, that goes over your eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. Meditation.
1: Yeah. So that she could just put that over her eyes and, and not worry, I guess, about wanting to open them or whatever. And maybe it also is just the pressure on them that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all she needed. So this is affordable and it's easy to do because this was in the comfort of her own home. And one-on-one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's not forget. She got her shaman all to herself.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Chatted at the beginning all about journeying.
1: So Kelly, you and I, when we teach this in large groups, we have a whole routine to go through. Mm-hmm. She got the routine. Nice. She. I made sure that she got what you and I would teach in a full workshop. So we went through the whole thing of. Um, talking about what a journey is and that it's going into the lower, middle, and upper worlds to connect to the spirit world. And who might you find in the spirit world that you might want to connect to? Your spirit guides. Um, Sometimes people who've crossed over. Um, Your own soul. Nature. I'll say the universe in terms of if some people are journeying there just to feel peace or to feel connected to nature or, and that that will come through in a moment, but um, it's also to get messages and to to learn, um, to discover some things about who you are or other people and other relationships and to get help, Mm. to get answers to things. Journeys can do a lot for people um, in terms of connecting you to your own soul and, and your own guides, but also she has a purpose here is to understand somebody else. Yeah. Can you repeat that? She has a purpose here to understand someone else. Neat. Yeah. Because a
0: lot of people call and want soul contracts, and that's fine. That's great. Those are very mm-hmm. productive sessions, but it's very different to journey mm-hmm. to get your answers about how to understand someone or the relationship that you are to carry out with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. May I move on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, so you just covered a uh, couple of the points here. So you asked her about her intentions and yes. she stated that they were with difficulty with sleep and dreams. And that's what she got with you. Okay. Because she did, yes. I do remember it. She saw me first and it came through in her session that she was wanting to open her gifts and mm-hmm
1: should try journeying. Correct. So she booked her appointment with you. And I want to say to people that she had seen me for other sessions prior to that. So she has developed a rapport with both of us. Mm -hmm. And that she uses both of us to go back and forth to have her needs met.
0: Yeah. And I remember, because I think I've only just seen her once, um, I did know that she had seen you previously just because she had mentioned it. Um, but what came through in her session was that she didn't know what journeying was mm. and hadn't hadn't known that it was something to try and access, even though she had seen you for channeling, then come to see me for channeling. I sent her back to you and oh. said, "Karen teaches journeying. That's your next step." Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, and I, I remember her little web um, web form. I'm ready. Ah hmm so, so she mentioned, or it came through in her session with me, that it was about sleep and dreams, and that yes. was, she was to journey to find her answers
1: for that? Yes. Okay. It was to help her. Yeah. Now, okay, do, what's next on the sheet? I don't want to jump too much. Sure. So it says wanted help as she was self-conscious
0: to do it right, wanted yeah. help, or a mentor.
1: Yeah, and she said that she was afraid that if she journeyed on her own or I um, don't know if I'm putting words into her mouth, but if she did it, like maybe on a YouTube video or something, that she might dismiss um, what she was seeing, and that if she had a shaman doing it or a shaw woman doing it with her, that she wouldn't dismiss things because she would get uh, like she would get her answers as to what did that mean.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of I saw this, I've dismissed that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just going to continue. But if I keep dismissing everything I see then at the end of the journey meh, i got nothing
0: i want to liken this to something i you know i think about taking myself into you know a, a bushwalk and if someone oh. says how was your walk what did you see i might tell them all the animals that i came across in the bush and they may be sitting there going okay did you see anything else well no i just you know a rabbit and a deer and a little snake okay so no no trees And it's like, oh, well, yeah, I saw trees. What do you mean? And it's like, okay, well, yeah, but those are important. So which trees did you see?
1: Yeah. Right? And
0: that's what we learn in journeying. So people often, Mm. you know, go into their journey, especially for the first time and go, I didn't get anything. And you're like, okay, let's prompt you and to ask you about your senses. Let's do one of them at a time. And when we say different senses, they go, well, yeah, I saw blue the whole time, but like I didn't see any people. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, no, no. Blue means something, mm-hmm. right? So each each thing that you experience in a sensation is significant, but we don't necessarily know what to actually dismiss or not, right? Or what to put meaning to or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she wrote, was afraid she would dismiss things in the journey just because she didn't understand them or mm-hmm. their message or purpose. When I asked her guides what the purpose of her journey was to be, so four points: rest and relax. Rejuvenate for energy, awareness, and enjoyment.
1: Yeah. And to make sure that she was reminded to go back to those things, um, in the times when she journeyed by herself and didn't know what some of the meanings were, that you can still journey for rest and healing. You can journey for peacefulness. Mm -hmm. You can journey um, just to be present again. And, and, and I'll say, including in nature, because sometimes people might say, well, you just walk out the door and you've got it. No, I, I might say that because I live in North Bay, Ontario, and it is in my backyard. That's true. But there are people that don't have nature in that way. Um, and there, there are some people that don't have the ability to stand up and walk out a door.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so th- they do have an ability Um, to use their imagination in the journeying center of the brain. So that is something else. And I'll take that as a segue, Kelly, because we did have a chat in regards to using the imagination and that that center is right beside the journeying center in the brain. And that in order to get into a journey, um, you do use the door of imagination to get there. And so some people think, well, then am I just imagining the whole thing? Am I just, what is a journey then? Well, it's both. You, you, you don't separate it because they're going to look so similar that if I say, don't use your imagination, it's not going to work. It's like saying, you can go for a walk, but don't use your right leg. And it's like, what? Mm-hmm. You can't. It's part of you. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a part of you. So for people that want to get into this argument over, is it ima- am I just imagining things you have to use your brain. You have to use all of who you are, Mm -hmm. your spirit, your, like all your, even what we discuss here too is using all of the senses. So you, you take all six of your senses into a journey with you. Yeah. And I hope this comes out the right
0: way. Um, Creativity is such a huge part of this. Yes. And so, pardon me, I want to restart that. Because when you are in a creative space, you are, open to receiving. And the whole point of journeying is to be open to receiving what your guides want to show you. So if I compare it to writing a song and I say, Karen, I want you to write a song and I want you to look at this photo here for inspiration. This is going to be your muse. Would you sit there and say, okay, I wrote a song, but I guess it doesn't count because I stared at something to get inspiration for it. That's what we're talking about with a journey. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You 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 gave a great example. Thanks. Yeah, and you, but you consistently do. Oh, jeez. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> we have to explain that at oh, yeah. some point. We do. We have a bingo
0: square. We have multiple bingo squares now. One out to the public, a couple out to our to our patrons on Patreon.com, uh, so they can play bingo with us as we do our coffee with the Sarlos. So we have little quirk squares that say things like Karen or Kelly compliment each other. <laughs> Kelly rolls her eyes at Karen. (laughs) We mentioned a resource. Uh, It's just a fun way of kind of interacting with the show. Um, Okay, so Katie said her purpose was to connect with her spirit guides, her loved ones, to feel strong, and to
1: learn about her relationship with her mom. Mm -hmm. That's a lot for one journey. Yes. And that is a ton for a first journey. Um, and as you know, when we teach, the the first journey is just to get them into a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I explained to her the routine. So I'm sitting in my treatment room on my table, and I have my cell phone propped up on a device so it's hands-free so that I can see and speak to her. And she can see me sitting up speaking to her. And when I go to lay down to do the journeys with her, she can see me laying down on my table and I can turn my head over and go, hey, how are you? And she moved around her home to get comfortable. So in that beginning process, when we teach how to be comfortable in your own body and assessing your body's needs and turning and shifting and all of the little nuances of what your body is saying, hey, um, you got a cramp in your leg, move your leg you pay attention and move your leg or it's not going to let you journey. It's going to keep you stuck because you're going to pay attention to, I'm not comfortable. This is bothering me. So I had said things to her like, if you have to go to the washroom, go or you won't be able to journey. Just get up and go. And this was this a was lovely thing about her just being in her own home. She is at a great level of comfort there to say, um, give me a sec, Karen. And at one point, she said something like, I left my tea in the other room. And I went, okay, why don't you go get it and I'll get a blanket. So we just did little things like checking in with each other so that she could go get her tea and bring it back so that in the journey, her mind isn't, oh, I'm thirsty. Or, oh, I left my tea in the other room and I really wanted it and I looked forward to it all morning. And then you're stuck in your thoughts instead of the intention of being in the journey. So it's very important to make sure that you take your time and that you don't rush. The spirit world will will wait for you so long as you're doing what you need to do. And she got herself into a chair at one point, she said then she took the phone into her bedroom, lay down on her bed. So she moved herself around realizing this is comfortable, this isn't until she she found her positions. Okay.
0: Which covered the next point. Oh, good. Okay. Um, Yeah, it just says, started off the 90-minute session with a chat about getting ready, taking her time and enjoying the process of getting ready to journey, checking Mm -hmm. in with her body for comfort, Mm -hmm. Um, and that you had told her to be aware of all of her
1: senses. Yes. So um, she got some good instruction uh, in regards to when you're in a journey, it's not all about what you see. And some people want to focus, as you know, because you teach it as well, on just sight, they say, I didn't get anything, I didn't see anything. And then you and I have to guide them and say, well, did you smell anything? Did you taste anything? Did you hear things? Did you have inner knowings? Did you feel anything in your body parts? So we began by just bringing her awareness that when you go into the journey, pay attention to all your senses. Don't become frustrated in the first 30 seconds that you close your eyes because you're not seeing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that... I think for some people, they get super stuck if they don't see. They think nothing worked, and they have a temper tantrum.
0: Mm -hmm. And sometimes for the rest of the journeying workshop.
1: Yes. And so I did not write that down. I forgot. But we talked about temper tantrums. And the fact that she might be having a temper tantrum. Her ego might be having a temper tantrum. uh, But her soul and the spirit world don't have temper tantrums. And so we can narrow it down as to who's having the tantrum and who's not showing up. <laughs> if this goes to shit, it's on you. You got it. <laughs> and, and, and you, as in not your soul, you. Yeah. You, as in your ego, you. Mm-hmm. Had a temper tantrum and sabotaged it because your spirit will show up for you. The guides will, the people who've crossed over will. Everybody's there and they're waiting. They know what you're doing. They're competent and capable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who's competent and capable here will be us as human beings. And sometimes we are very competent and capable, but our ego sabotages it and we let it win. It has a tantrum and we don't go back. You and I have seen that when we run continuous workshops, when we run, you know, a series of three or a series of six or ten and someone comes to the first one and then they don't come to any other ones. We see them in the grocery store and say, How are you? I didn't come back because I got nothing. And it's like, Yeah, you had a temper tantrum. You just mm-hmm. you you sabotaged yourself. That's just a pattern. You're you're welcome. I didn't win first place, so I quit the sport. Yes. Exactly. I didn't get a hundred percent, so I didn't go to med school or whatever right. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that we know we have to know who's having the tantrum and that if you remind yourself of who's having the tantrum and it's your ego and not your own soul, you can still feel loved and encouraged to come back. Mm-hmm. If you really believe that the ego is that powerful, then it really does win. And it ends the experience before it began. She didn't do that.
0: No, I can see that. So I'm going to read quite a few of them first so sure. that it prompts you to have the whole discussion. Um, so she did two journeys to the lower world. She talked about use, pardon me, the two of you talked about using imagination, safety in this world, kindness, intention, creating a routine to go in and come out of the journey each time, and music. Do you want to elaborate on that or do you want me to go into the first
1: journey? Can I elaborate for a moment? Yeah, just don't give all the goods away. I'm going to go to the one on the music. Mm -hmm. I suggested to her to play around for a while until she found music that really helped her, that just let her sink into it, that just allowed it to be an easy process, that if she needed to sleep first when she tries to journey, go ahead and sleep. Your body will, will take what it needs first. So if that's sleep, you're going to. And then um, to play the same piece, once you find a piece, to play it for every single journey. Um, and, and that was just my own experience. Because what happened over months and then eventually years was that all I have to do is just start thinking of that music and I'm gone. It just gets easier and easier because your brain has a repetition of knowing, oh, when I hear that, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's to me, it was the most fantastic tool to give people in journeying to help eat with, to do it with ease. Nice. Was a piece of music that you love that as soon as you hear it, you just start to sink into it. And eventually that pathway in the brain, as soon as it hears it, it's like, oh, we're journeying. And so your ego can sit back and go, oh, yeah, okay, I got nothing to do. She's journeying. Have fun. Love ya. Mm-hmm. And so you're literally just going out to your soul, and the ego is happy about it, and it's a healthy ego, instead of, hmm, and having that tantrum. Ah, I, I want to control this. Because an ego cannot enter your journey. Your spirit guides do not let it. They let you know all the time if it's there.
0: Cool. So in her first journey, she saw, smelled, and tasted. Yeah. She described seeing landscapes, smelling Mm -hmm. earth, tasting earth, sitting on rocks, overcast clouds, She went into a cave slash tunnel and eventually saw grass and sky. When she saw the cave, she went into it. She saw a bear and heard birds. And we chatted. So do you want to go ahead and talk about the first journey?
1: Yeah. And she didn't tell me all of that. So, like, she did her journey in her house. I did my journey in my house. My job as a shaman, your job as a shaman, is to make sure that they go out of their body and come in properly and witness their journey for them, to be present in the spirit world. Somebody might say like a fly on the wall, right? That, that expression of just being able to, to be there, see, hear, use all the senses, but not interfere,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, which I, I like that, that mm-hmm. analogy. So I saw her with the bear. I heard the birds. Um, I, I don't remember all of the conversation with the bear, but I wrote it down on my page when I sat up. So when we sat up and now we're facing each other and we're looking at each other over in, in through Zoom, I, you and I always let the clients start and share what they want. We don't barge in and say, this is what I saw you do. It's not about us not about our ego and what we're supposed to get out of it. It's about the client. So they're always asked to share first. And so when she shared, she never brought up the bear. She just simply, or the birds, she simply said things like, um, I shouldn't say simply, she did fantastic. She talked about what she saw and she explained, I smelt the the earth, I could smell earth. You know, on a rainy day, Karen, when you or you walk through the forest and you smell the earth, and it's like you can taste the, you can taste it in your mouth. It's so thick in the air, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I went into this cave, and she talked about being in the cave, and and the the smell and taste and everything. And then I think she said she went through the cave, and then she saw the grassy part and the sky clearing and everything versus the clouds earlier. And she takes her time to journal it. So we pause for a moment so that she can record. um, And we create a little chart so that she can put down each of the six senses. And I don't know how she charts. She doesn't show me, and people do it in different ways. And you and I create trackers for stuff like that on Patreon. Um, But she writes down each of the senses, and we have a little chat about how important it is to to track that for each journey so that as she goes over time, she's going to forget some of these things in some of these journeys. So she might want to write a story about it or fill in more information in a journal as well as charting.
0: Okay. Um, So then it says, lower world again, practice. A rabbit came and sat on her lap, feeling of comfort. So different scent or Mm -hmm. different sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Could see the journey in her mind and then in her third eye it changed locations as to how she was seeing it mm-hmm. same location at first uh, as the first journey except more grassy
1: fields yeah isn't that cool kelly mm-hmm. so she we go back into the lower world again and this is important because she's only this is only her second journey and so we continue to work in the same world we don't go from the first to second to third and bounce around the point in teaching this and I think you do exactly the same thing, as far as I know. We keep them in the lower world mm-hmm. until they're super confident in it. Unless, of course, you have somebody who just can't get down there and goes into their first journey and goes straight into the upper world. <laughs> that does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was great. So she goes straight back into the sa- same type of place, sees ver- very familiar things to the first journey, Um and, and sees a rabbit. So she's doing extremely well. She has now heard birds. So she's writing that down. So there are birds here, but we don't know what kind because we're just hearing them. She's getting a rabbit that she sees. She's getting a bear that she sees.
0: Well, she's getting a feeling as well.
1: She's got feelings. Um, I don't know that she wrote where she got them in her body in the journey though, Kelly. I don't remember mm. discussing that part with her. Um, anyway, so she gets to journal all of these things. And again, I just want to remind people that she's not telling me about the barrier. This is important that some of this doesn't come up. So can you continue to
0: read? Mm -hmm. So it says, I directed the journeys for her, talking to her and getting her in and out of them. Mm -hmm. Sat up and saw each other over Zoom to discuss it and check in, which you've kind of mentioned already. Yeah, yeah. I asked her to share. She told me um, certain things and I wrote, I wrote them down. I saw a black bear, but she didn't mention it. Right. So, so I, you saw a black bear. Yeah. But Katie didn't mention
1: it. She saw it as well, but she didn't tell me. So I put it down on my piece of paper that I saw this black bear. And I asked the black bear, who are you? And she said, well, I'm her grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I said, dead or alive? And she goes, I'm dead. And I said, okay, so now I do know that this is in her journey. And I'm curious, does she not see it? Or is she forgetting? Or is it, you know, Kelly, when it's in the peripheral mm-hmm. of your journey, and once it's mentioned, it's like a dream. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then you know that you actually did, but you just forgot to mm-hmm. bring it up. So I, I asked her. I said, what did you see? And she goes, oh, I said, is there anything else or something like that? Any other animals? And she goes, yeah. She goes, a a black bear. And I pulled up my sheet that said that on the paper. And she just looked at me. And it was like a, a really lovely moment for her to see that I was witness to what was in her journey to affirm for her that that's what we do as shaw women and shaman, that we are there. When we say we journey with you, we mean it. Mm-hmm. We don't mean that we just lay down beside you or in another house. We go into those dimensions with you. That is a huge difference um, for the client. So then she asked, you know, well, who was the bear? What was, was the significance? And I said, well, your bear did give me some answers actually. And she said, well, who is it? And I said, it's your grandmother. And she tells me that she's passed over. And she goes, yeah. So we just kind of stopped for a minute because she I'll just say for a moment, because you could just see that she needed her time for just a second. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, we've done two journeys. Do you think you'd like to incorporate medium into your session today? And... And have me channel her um, as to why she was present in your journey. Would you like me to chat with her? And she consented and she said, yeah, let's hit the pause button on the journey. You go into Medium and let's learn more.
0: Go ahead. So we switched to Medium in her session with permission. Grandma came to Journey to tell her things about her life and her mom. So are these the point form notes then from grandma? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Adulting is a learning process to find healthy beliefs and patterns. For her to be more aware of choices in life and to take time making them, not rushing for others. Then in cap locks, time, introspection, choices, decisions, actions, create process. Now we're back down to regular font. Um, I wrote yes on the page. She asked if her grandma knew she was there when she died. Can we stop for that? Mm -hmm.
1: Because this goes into a different area here. So this first part ended up having to do with her intention in the journey to learn about the relationship with her mom. And I did not know that. When I asked the grandmother why she showed up as the black bear in the journey, um, it was to give her these messages And it was to say, I am present and I see what you're going through with your mom. And this is what you need to know as an adult. Yes, you're still her child, but you're an adult. You don't put child before adult. And I think a lot of us still do. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: With our parents, we still go into that I'm their child instead of I'm just, I'm an adult here. And can sometimes get stymied and don't understand how actually to behave, or that they have the right to behave as an adult with their parent. And so her grandmother was basically saying to her, "It's okay, hun. Like you're an adult. These are the things you're supposed to do in life." And the, one of the big things was choices, mm-hmm. and of course, with choice comes time, because we need time to be able to think about our choices to see which ones could work for us, to take the time to try them and make mistakes. Maybe the first one isn't going to be the one that we end up sticking with. And that time allows us that process to go back and forth. So she did confirm, Katie confirmed, that this was super helpful and helped answer the question about how to go forward with her mother. Lovely. She, Her grandma answered the question. Mm-hmm. I think specifically. Enough for Katie. Cool. And you know, Kelly, that's what's important here because somebody might be listening to this and go, "Well, what does that mean? It's not that, that's not specific enough for me." Okay, sh- that's fine. So then, in your journey and and medium, you'd get more of an answer. Well, but also if you knew
0: the backstory of Katie's experience, then you perhaps would feel like that was enough of an answer. Thanks. Right, the yeah. curse of knowledge.
1: Yeah, you as listeners
0: have none right now. That's right. <laughs> and that's all we're privy to. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So she asked if her grandmother knew she was there when she died. The grandmother said yes. Knew her granddaughter was there and filled her up with love. She quote got a good love bath to be birthed into, and that was and uh, that she was there to love her into the next experience as energy or death.
1: Okay. So can you go back up? Oh, oh yeah. The yes was written on the page, mm-hmm. um, and Katie asked the question. A yes, no. So she asked a yes no, and I got it before she asked the question. So I just wrote yes on the page, and she she hadn't started asking the question yet. And then her grandmother said, "Write that down, word for word." Mm. So you read a quote. She got a good love bath to be birthed into. That was her grandmother's word for word, which I thought was just adorable. So I said to her, well, here's your answer. So I showed it to her, which made her so happy. Yes. Yeah. And then her grandmother explained that Katie was with her right before she passed and that the whole purpose of Katie going there and being with her was that Katie wanted her grandma to be filled up with love. As she was dying, she just wanted her to know just all of that feeling and that the grandma was trying to say, that is what I felt from you. I know it's what you were trying to do and I got it. I was bathed in it and it is what helped me cross over. So then Katie explains and confirms to me, she says, can I explain this to you? And I said, certainly you can. And she said, well, Karen, she said, growing up, she says, my grandmother was the person in my life that made me feel loved and safe. And she says, she always made me feel filled up with love. So when I heard she was passing, I went to the nursing home that morning and Katie's grandma had dementia. So she wasn't fully aware of who Katie was. She said they hadn't had a real conversation in four years and so she would still go and visit her, even though I'll just say that there's difficulty there because I think if anybody understands dementia, they understand this. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went because she wanted to give her back the feeling that her grandma had given her. That's lovely. That this was really important to her. So for her grandma to word it that way, Meant everything to Katie. It was her validation, but then in turn, turn ter- um, in turn, it also validated for Katie the bear that she saw in her journey,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it made seeing the bear in the journey even more important to her. Mm-hmm. So all of those things linked together, I will say, uh, helped Katie. In different, in, in a multitude of ways, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's checking off your your boxes in multiple areas. Cool.
0: Um, her grandmother said she loves you too. Granddaughter confirmed this. Uh, oh, you just went through all these points. Okay, just give me a second here. So her grandmother told her, Life lessons she felt answered her questions about how to handle her relationship with her mother. Mm-hmm. So that was when you were referring to mm-hmm. you not putting child first? Mm-hmm. Okay. So can I move on to the birds then? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it says birds, she heard them, couldn't use, or couldn't see them. Mm-hmm. Dad said he was a, is the bird.
1: Yeah. So what happened there was I said, oh, well, I said, we we also got birds, right, Katie? And she goes, yes. I said, how did you get them? And I said, because all I got was seeing them, or pardon me, all I got was hearing them. I couldn't see the birds. And she said, that's correct. Same for me. She said, I couldn't see them. I just heard birds in the journey. And so she said, is there any significance to the birds? And so I just said to the spirit world, what was up with the birds? And they said, that's her dad. And I said, oh, I said, so dead or alive. And they said her dad had passed. So I asked her if that was correct, and she said yes. So again, she's getting another validation Mm -hmm. through medium that her dad is coming through and that he's also showing up in her very first journey. Oh my God, Kelly. Mm -hmm. Katie gets her grandmother and her dad in her very first journey? Mm -hmm. Like, I almost don't want to tell the story, because if anybody books an appointment after this, they're all going to be disappointed. Well,
0: you have your temper tantrum. That's fine. (laughs)
1: Go right straight into the ego. You do you. (laughs) But I just mean, holy crumb, like she just did, she just did fantastic. Mm -hmm. Just goes to show how open she was
0: Yeah, that she got
1: so much. So
0: it says she saw a hawk that day after the journey on -hmm. her walk Mm -hmm. and that she had been open to believing that it was him uh, Mm -hmm. when her, when they, as an affirmation, the hawk followed up and then swept right in front
1: of her. Yeah. So she told me that this morning. Because I had to call her this morning and go, Katie, I'm doing a podcast on your your journey experience in your full session from 90 minutes. And I don't remember any of it anymore. And I can't even make any sense of the notes that were written down to send you. So she had to go back. And I'm glad that I ended up calling her because I didn't know about the hawk. And she said, oh, yeah, she says, um, right after, well, not right after, it was the same day as the journey. So in order to be... Accurate. I don't know exactly what time. But she said after her journey, she decided to go for a walk. And that's when she sees this hawk. And she says, it was just literally following me along on my walk. And then she says, and I thought, yeah, I wonder that must be the bird in the in the journey. So she decides, like as she's walking along, well, maybe this can be my dad. Um, and sure enough, she says the hawk just swoops down right in front of her, and she's like, Okay, fine, I get the message. Mm-hmm. And then that then allows her or encourages her or gives her the affirmation, however people want to understand this, that Katie l- links that to her journey mm-hmm. and can journal in her book, her affirmation. So when we journal and we write those things down and then later, and that's what we want. We want later that day or within a day or two to get our affirmations and she's getting them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So she can go back to her little book and write in, you know, got a hawk, hawk was dad. And now she can look, you know, in more future journeys or again in her life for these signs from this hawk. Cool. Yeah.
0: Um, So this is just kind of the summarization of of what happened. So I explained things to her, answered questions and gave her homework.
1: Mm Mm-hmm yeah so what you and I both like to do when we're teaching journeys is to be able to give them homework that they can do on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the homework is just simply to keep repeating what we've done in the very first ninety minute session. and just to keep following up on it. So do you still see rabbits? Do you still get do you see them in your dreams? Do they show up in your life? Um, the hawk, the bear, um, using the senses to go back, going down into the lower world, the process of laying down on the table, all of that is her homework. Good. Tied up loose ends to make
0: sense of things. She researched the hawk, the bear, and the rabbit and got messages. She had fun doing all of it and said that she's excited to use her brain and her third
1: eye ability. Yeah. So one of the things like that was really cool in her journey, Kelly, was the fact that she... Remember in her second journey, she said she was able to view the journey where she was just felt like she was just in her head, that it was her, she referred to that as her imagination. And then she said it was like, sometimes it was like watching it on a TV screen and that looked like my third eye. So she goes, it went from like being in my head to being like in between my two eyes or my forehead. And I don't know what that meant. Yeah, me neither. Um, Code for third eye. It's a new code, (laughs) Uh, but she's, she's uh, seeing it from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So we just talked about the fact that she was really, truly opening her gifts and that they were literally going back and forth between showing it like that it's in your imagination or in your head to actually placing it in the third eye for her and that they were going back and forth doing it so that she could see the difference and that there are these different perspectives. Um other people might have different terms for this and that's fine. Somebody might be listening to this and go that's called and you know projection. That's called we didn't get too much into the terms because this is day 1 of journey.
0: Well, and it's also not a study. Like yeah. we're not we're not sitting there training you to know all of the terms and jargon that right. are associated with things. We're teaching you how to trust the experience are teaching you to actually be open to the experience. And as you've said, as things move forward, when you're not on day one, you can start to have room for
1: more terminology. Yes. You know, like part of the goal that I think in teaching the journey to anybody is to have them engaged, mm-hmm. is to have them like in that beginning part where there's relaxation and just enjoyment. And enough curiosity to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Enough playfulness to encourage them to participate. Mm-hmm.
0: So then the last points you have is that she loved having Medium done at the end of the two journeys in her session as it gave her more information and affirmations. Yeah. That she felt confident in what she'd experienced in her journeys. Yes. That she felt loved and unrushed in the process in her own home environment. Yeah. And that she was journaling her experiences.
1: Yeah, she she stressed the first two quite a bit, Kelly, because she said um, that she felt super confident in learning to journey this way because she already had had sessions with both of us, mm-hmm. and that she felt a high level of trust. Mm. She felt confident that her um, questions would be answered. That I'm going to get into this. It's a new experience but I've got somebody here that's going to explain it if I don't get it. Mm -hmm. They're going to correct me or put me on the right track. They'll yank me out if I need to be yanked out or if I need to understand something, they'll help. Um, She found that very good. She said she loved the medium part at the end. And she said that was the big thing that really gave it the big bang or that really tied it all together because in doing the medium part and connecting with her grandmother and getting the affirmation about her death and all of it, got linked back to the bear mm-hmm. and the fact that we both saw it. And she said, that to me was beautiful. It, it's, and I said to her, geez, it's kind of like A plus B equals C. Therefore, C minus B equals A. It's, it's, it's that whole little thing that we do want to process that makes sense. And where we can link things, right? Karen likes her formulas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Mm, um, that's good. And, and I think that's part of the reason why you and I like teaching. Oh, absolutely. Because we do both like... And st- learning. Yeah. We both like structures. We, I want the spirit guides to give me structures to teach.
0: And I, well, as anyone knows, we're all hoping they're going to make sense of all of this fucking mess. Right. Meaning life. Not just your Versus journey. The journey.
1: <laughs> oh, that was rich. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, as I no, I shouldn't say so anyway. That sounds very flippant and dismissive. That's not what I mean. Um, it was absolutely delightful. Like I, I mean, I like all of the gifts that we use, but man, oh man, to teach journeying for ninety minutes by Zoom. I just before COVID, Kelly. I really didn't do a lot of it, Mm -hmm. Um, but COVID has changed a lot. And this is not that I want to say I like COVID. That's not my message here. I I appreciate the openness of Katie to being able to say, okay, I might not be able to go and see them to do this and make this arrangement. Um, but it's still doable. Let's give it a try. Mm -hmm. And maybe COVID has helped us open up some things like that, that we are forced into trying stuff that we before didn't think we could do.
0: I think at the very least, for people who have chosen to come to come see us, quote unquote, mm-hmm. they have certainly been forced to evaluate whether or not they feel safe in their home environment. Oh. Because yeah. you know, some people will say, Oh no problem, I've got I've got a room I can go into for uninterrupted right. time and space that I can have quiet, right? Whether that means that they're on their own or they have the support of a partner or a yeah. family member who can allow them to have that space and time. Yeah. Um, versus oh no my partner will never support me, in that my children will never give that to me. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna go sit in my driveway in my car. We've had to evaluate if our home
1: is giving us our needs,
0: or, yeah. made, or
1: meeting our needs. Yeah, I've had people doing sessions, um, sitting at a waterfront mm-hmm. at their favorite place in nature, uh, as you've had a person in sitting in their van, mm-hmm. sitting in their cars. Wherever they are in the world, I don't mean outside in just our driveway. I mean mm-hmm. in Australia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've had people, I've had people calling from psychiatric facilities, hospitals, um, yeah. Well, you're Schools. hearing, you name it. That's right. It, it's all doable if you find your place to make it doable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Anyway, she was such a kind person. So I, I do want to say thank you again to Katie for allowing me to share so much of what she got out of her session to share with other people. Also, congratulations. Oh, my God, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did fantastic. I I look forward to if she's going to do this again. um, Well, I don't know, like she can call either one of us, and that's the other thing that people can hear today is Mm -hmm. that it doesn't need to be me. It can be you. It can be other people. As long as you're on your journey discovering who you are and it's done healthfully, Mm -hmm. then... Keep going. Cool.
0: Okay. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. So if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at But I also encourage you, if you felt really enthralled by the show today and learning about journeying, um, a couple of the tiers on patreon.com uh, backslash bisarlow, has uh, journeying exercises, so we do teach those once a month to those members. Um, you can opt in and out of that at your will. Uh, so if you're looking to just kind of dip your toe in and figure out what it's all about, you're more than welcome to, or as Karen has told you, we're here for one-on-one sessions as well. Um, I will also encourage you, to to like, share, uh, comment post, uh, write a testimonial, whatever you feel inclined to do uh, to help support the reach of this podcast. Um, Every little bit helps us in the back end. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe on YouTube. Again, questions or comments to info at bisarlow.com. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.